Lakewood. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens, rice and stuffing macaroni and cheese, and Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snows on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Daryl. Like each and every year we bust Christmas carols. Christmas carols. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this very, very special edition of the Far Out Podcast. It's Christmas time, and my name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? I'm doing great, Buck. It's Molly Christ- Hugna. Molly Hugna. Molly Hugna. As we said before, I think it was like last time around Christmas, uh, we gave everybody the big Molly Hugna. If you could spread this amongst your friends and family, uh, I think it was some kind of deviation of Hare Krishna stuff or something when Buck and I used to live together. Right. We used to always uh, tell each other Molly Hugna for some reason, and it's uh, stuck. Kind of a combination of Merry and Merry Christmas and Kwanzaa, I think. It yeah, Hugna. It felt like this other this other holiday that we amongst friends celebrated mm-hmm. that was apart from Christmas. It wasn't a non Christmas celebration, but it was just like our own individual Christmas was called the Molly Hugna. I always pictured it a little more Jewish. Yeah, yeah, we're a little. No, Molly Hugna, Molly Hugna. That's what I'm saying, yeah. There like Hasidic be, Jews celebrating it with us. There should be like a chair involved. Like one person <laughs> gets like these cheap ass IKEA chairs we're sitting on in here. Like somebody gets put up on one. Let's start the tradition. Let's yeah. So uh, Molly Hugna to everybody out there in the audience. Um, we took a little bit of time off the show. Uh, I was sick. I had a. Uh, I had. Oh, by the way, nobody in the third chair. Oh, look at that. Yeah, nobody there. There's no, uh, I don't see any Salwin or Kira or Casey or Youngblood or uh, um, Adam or Oscar or just, just me and you tonight. That's right. It's it's hearkening back to far up past. Yes. Yeah, far up past. Yes. The only person in the uh, side chair is the arrogant bastard Ale. Yes. That we already took down. Yes. We've been drinking some IPA before the show. And uh, on today's show, we're going to have a very special guest, actually, was one reason why there's nobody in that chair. Oh. And also, we have a special Christmas song for everybody that was written just by me and Buck. Oh, let's play this. Let's do it. One, two, three, one, two, three, one. Oh, oh shit, it's Christmas. Buy a gift for my wife. Oh, shit, it's Christmas. Hope your credit cards not decline. Oh shit, it's Christmas. Put some beer on layaway. Oh shit, it's Christmas. I'll sell my body if I can't pay. Oh sh- oh, oh wait, Buck. Let's clean this one up a little bit for the kids. A little more PG. All right. Good. Oh, spit, it's Christmas. Get fucked up on a car. Oh, spit, it's Christmas. I put an elf costume on my dog. Oh, spit, it's Christmas. Kiss your mom beneath the mistletoe. Oh, spit. Todd, I dare you to eat the yellow snow. Oh, oh. oh wait. Huh. Let's clean this one up a little bit. No let's more. Go. Let's go G with it. Go, go totally G rated. Let's go G. Enough spitting. No. Oh, oh, shh. It's Christmas. I got mace at Best Buy. 
smoking tinsel get you high. Step in reindeer poo. Oh, shh, it's Christmas. I found some in my stocking, too. Oh, shit, it's Christmas. Oh, shit, so, uh, all right, Buck. N- nice singing on that song, by the way, oh, Buck. Oh, thank you. I was, um, <clears throat> I've been seeing a vocal coach since last year when we did some songs, and I didn't feel I, especially the, uh, what was it? The Wonderwall? Yeah, Wonderwall, I was pretty embarrassed. So went out and got a vocal coach right after that. You got, you got that working? <clears throat> well, I've been harmonizing, yeah. Breathing. It, it all comes from down here. It's yeah. all down here. It's just the diaphragm, making sure you can express yourself. Yes. From deep in the diaphragm. I've been told I am the voice of my generation. Yeah. I'm the songbird of my generation, yes. What generation is that? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that was, I hope uh, that becomes a, a Christmas classic. You guys uh, send me an email, and I'll send you the chords, and you can sing it for your friends and family. We should release it as an MP3. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll be on this show. So uh, now I've uh, said that we have a special guest coming on the show today. We got, we got someone good. Yeah, we got somebody good. Now, Buck does not know who's coming in. So uh, we're going to open the door to the garage. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, the Yule Log. Well, congrats. Yeah. Been so, a fan. I have been a fan. So nice to have you on here, Mr. Yule Log. Um, uh, the, the question is, like, you've been working hard every Christmas night and every Christmas Eve for probably, what, like, 50 years, like, since the advent of television. Like, um, like, is that hard on your family? Oh, you're Jewish. I, I, I couldn't tell. It doesn't look Jewish. Oh, oh Askenazi Jew. Is there any holiday you wouldn't work then? I mean... Besides, of course, the High Holy Days. Oh, Arbor Day. You, you would never work on Arbor Day. Okay. Well, <clears throat> all right, uh, Mr. Log, if I can call you that. It's a big pleasure having you come out on, on the Far Out Podcast. Now, you've been in show business for decades. I mean, since the advent of television. Are th- do you have any great stories from all these years you've been in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh God! <laughs> I don't. Well, oh, jeez! I, I don't know if we can repeat that. Like this is a family show. I don't know, but can we say that? Well, what he was saying was to put it politely. I think as um, Marilyn Monroe gave him gonorrhea. You know, mm-hmm. long and short of it. Oh. But um, so, Mister Log, if I know you've done some pretty impressive work throughout the years, you're a well-known method actor, of course. But uh, what have been your favorite roles? Oh, you were on Twin Peaks? Like, you were the log of the, of the log lady? No, no, I wasn't confused. I mean, it's just a... Uh... Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a guy in a log costume. No, evidently well. not. Um, well, you know what? I, I'm so happy that you're here, and I know that you, I know you, you, you're much more than just a, a log that sits in a fireplace. you got many more talents than that. I hear that you're a great singer. So, okay, let's end this on a high note. I got the acoustic guitar here. There's nothing I love more than just to sing with you real quick. This is, so, this is history in the making right here. Let's do it. So this is the first time you've ever heard... Buck, do you mind if I take this I'm, one? I'm going to bow out and just... 
bask in this. In this. In this? In this. With the log? Yes. All right, so here we go. This is a duet between myself and, once again, happy Hanukkah to you, first of all. The Yule Log. Molly Hogna. Molly Hogna. Oh, beautiful. That was amazing. Mr. Yulog, I thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Yulog. Adios, my friend. I don't know, you seem kind of fucked up. Mm. Well, you those Hollywood types, they are kind of, they, they do have a dark side to them, and I think we saw that here today. I think, I mean, he was kind of slurry. I mean, usually well, you'd figure <clears throat> the Yulog being like, you know, you, you wouldn't expect normal Hollywood Christmas types. It like, is 10 a.m., and he was stone cold drunk. Yes, but besides that, he, he uh, seemed okay to me. Like I don't, I don't think that if um, you know Burl Ives, who played the uh, snowman in, in, in the uh, the oh. famous Rudolph the Red Nose Radio claymation, yeah, yeah. I, I doubt he'd ever show up in that condition. No, no, this was pretty embarrassing. Well, I mean, you it's know, like the clown from Uncle Buck. Yeah, yeah that was embarrassing. <laughs> Just was not awesome, right. That was an awesome clown. Well, uh, you guys were definitely given a treat here. It's probably the best get we've had on the Far Out podcast. Mm. Oh, by the way, Todd, what did you get the uh, missus? Because, you know, I'm not in a big relationship. I try not to have relationships around holidays yeah. to avoid giving gifts. Is that it? No. Well, I just seem to, <laughs> just seem to find myself in that place every year, yes, but I, I label that as the reason, you know? Yeah, I was thinking about giving you a, a gift certificate to J-Date for, for just oh, wow. in case. Wow. Thank you. Which mm-hmm. costs you how much? I can get one free, but... <laughs> exactly. And uh, by the way, I did get Todd something, and he has yet to get me anything. I'm just putting it out there. I got him, what, a uh, pint of the arrogant bastard. Yeah, it's very nice of you. Which is good. And uh, also, I got you Star Wars Phantom Menace on VHS. Yeah, we had discussed before on many shows my love of collecting VHS tapes, and I've said that I think we were talking about bad movies we love or whatever, and had a problem with uh, the most recent Star Wars films, and... um, uh, I noted that I did not have Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. That's right. So Buck brought me a VHS tape of a used copy yep. that not only was used, but looked like it was at a um, video store before on the on-sale <laughs> rack. Because it had the Be Kind Rewind, man. It says Be Kind Rewind on it, and not even Letterbox. Like, you got me no. the full screen version. Oh, so. you know. So the pod racer scene where they're like going through caverns and doing a bunch of Ben Hur shit. Actually, it just it it, lo- it looks kind of like you're watching it with one eye shut. Exactly, half of the screen is not there. Yeah, you can't see half the action going on. It's yeah. awesome. You you uh you get a very poor view of Jake Lloyd's bowl cut as he's winding through all the caverns. Yes, and you miss lots of the little ancillary uh, little uh, men that are running around working on the pod racers and stuff. It's not. The way George Lucas wanted you to see his fine oh, piece of yes, art. I know. That's why it's so good. So I, I thank, uh, thank you for that, Buck. No, no worries. And I'll be watching it over the Christmas holiday with my friends and family. Very good. I'm sorry, but what did you get the missus? Okay, yeah. So the missus, Buck wanted to know. He's like, you know, the first time you're married, you're going to get your wife something special. And I was like, well. This is year one. Yeah. Send a precedent. Got this it. Is, this is the bar, right? I got her some face cream and a yoga mat. <laughs> And she might get an Old Navy gift card. Oh, Jesus. 
But, you know, I, I married a white woman, and there's nothing white women like more than a good yoga mat. But you have been going with her for a long time, and that's why I feel like this is the year, ooh, maybe 25th year of marriage gift where you get them the yoga mat and the face cream. What is this? Well, under most circumstances, buying someone a, some workout uh, stuff like a yoga mat, it might be inferring that they're a little large. That's or what I just heard uh, the 10 worst gifts, and this is basically both of them. One was a gym membership because it's saying they're fat, right? right. And the other one was... Uh, facial cream or anything like they specifically <laughs> said that because it makes it seem like whoa that person has wrinkles on their face yeah the, the first gift's gonna say fix your face like <laughs> what says fix that ass wow no my, yeah, my, exactly my wife actually I, I i am blessed at the fact that i am a lazy man who does not work out who eats poorly yeah. uh, drinks poorly and uh also doesn't work out and my wife hits the gym like four times a week so i am a lucky man. Eventually, this will turn south on me when uh, she ends up dating the cop that's trying to get with her oh, at the local Seven Eleven. Bastard. But uh, you know, it's not bad. But you know, I didn't ask for much for my wife. I think she's getting me improv lessons. That she found a good deal on Groupon. Oh, nice. Long Very Beach uh, Improv Crew. So I'm going to sit and work on my comedy uh, with that. See, that's a nice gift. That's a that's a nice year one gift. I mean, that's personal. It it's you, and yeah. she knows you. Need help in your comedy. Right. If and anything, I need help is, with this, the comedy. She's like, God, please help him get better. So, yeah, she got you this. The worst thing will be for the listeners of this show if I'm taking improv classes, because most people who take improv classes become really um, annoying on air. <laughs> like, mm. Well, Buck, I'll raise you that, and then I'll take the joke up to the next level. Mm. And they end up becoming sounding like professional funny people versus actually funny yeah, people. I think I actually failed improv at El Camino College. I don't want to say I know. How do you feel improv it's at pretty bad. It's pretty bad. No, I got like a D minus or something, but it was bad. Yeah. What was wrong? I just didn't see it through the whole thing, and I didn't withdraw on time. So I had to like sit on a bad grade, and the guy <laughs> didn't fail me, but he gave me a D minus because he's... You know, I don't want to fail anyone type person. No one fails. Yeah. yeah. But I would literally get <clears throat> stomach aches and things like that going and going to that class because I just, I didn't mind getting in front of people, but it was like those people, like you said, kind of creep me out. Yeah. And it was a, it was like everyone who's ever been in those classes all the time. And then there was me, you know, it right. was like a whole bunch of vets and then me. So yeah, it was kind of odd. They've been doing it forever and like, Okay, everybody, now we're going to play the uh, hospital game. Right. Okay, Buck, you're the patient. Lay down there. What's your problem? <laughs> I've got meningitis. Oh, wow, Buck, your head's really big. And then they, they go into the games. But right. I do hear that it is good with, with helping with your improvisational speaking and stuff. And I uh, figure it'd be fun. And, uh, you know, meet, meet some cool heads. And if there's anybody really funny we meet there, we'll bring them in on the show. What's that? What? Huh? You hear that on the roof? What's that? What's that? I didn't hear that, but I heard that. What is, is that? I, s I smell reindeer shit. Oh my god, is it Santa? Ho, ho, ho! Feliz Navidad! <laughs> is, it, is it Big Saint Nick? Look, let's go check out. Go, go open the door. Let's go oh see what's god. happening. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Far Out po uh, Christmas podcast. Santa? Happy Christmas! Outside a department store, a gang of kids came.